Face masks have become the new normal as we continue to grapple with the ongoing pandemic. But when did we start wearing masks for our health and safety? This week on Throughline, the origins of the N95 mask and how it became the life-saving tool it is today. Throughline from NPR, the podcast where we go back in time to understand the present. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Robin. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, the day of the week when a whole mountain of new albums drops. Uh, We're looking at the best releases out on May 15th, including new ones from Jason Isbell, The Magnetic Fields, Perfume Genius, and a whole bunch more. But we start with Charlie XCX and her latest. It's called How I'm Feeling Now. This is Charlie XCX. Her new one is called How I'm Feeling Now. The song is I Finally Understand. This is her fourth full-length album. It's one she decided to write and record completely from scratch during this home quarantine isolation period. She only just announced it uh, last month in April, so she's been working at a crazy pace. And Anne, I was thinking if you asked me to make an album in isolation right now, it'd be nothing but me screaming into a pillow. <laughs> and somehow she, Charlie XCX has made what I think is a really uplifting album. You know, it's a complete celebration of life. It's a party record. It's a party record, but it's also intimate in an interesting way. I mean, if, if anyone in the pop world could pull off something like this, it was going to be Charlie XCX. I mean, this is one of the most inventive women working in a pop mode today. But she had planned to make this record with this title as kind of almost like a tribute to Janet Jackson. She was going to go in that direction, but... Faced with quarantine, she's just an inventive person and she decided she had to do something different. And, you know, someone I really thought of listening to this record is Billie Eilish. Because, of course, Billie Mm -hmm. Eilish and Phineas, her brother, made her breakthrough record in a similar way. But Charlie XCX really lives up to the challenge that Billie Eilish presented to the pop world in crafting music that's still big and, you know, still has that pop sheen. There's so much going on in these productions, but but also feels intimate. I think it's notable that, among other things, there are no features on this record. It is not guest-laden, but I just appreciated the sense of joy in this record. Yeah. It's so easy. It, the first impulse, I think, of so many songwriters, when they're writing from a perspective of confinement, is to look so inward. And there's nothing wrong with introspection at all. But I don't think we should lose that sense of joy and sense of fun and the sense that there is life after quarantine. 
This one comes less than a year after Charlie XCX released a previous record just called Charlie. That came out just last fall. Uh, so a really pleasant and welcome surprise from her. The album is called How I'm Feeling Now. Uh, okay, another release out today that we're loving comes from Tao and the Get Down, Stay Down. It's called Temple. Travel so like the This is Tao and the Get Down, Stay Down. Their new one is called Temple, and the, this song is called Pure Cinema. I'll just start by saying, uh, I think this may be my favorite Tao and the Get Down, Stay Down album yet. I've always loved Townwind's work, but this one has a really nice, fairly melancholy undercurrent to it. Nowhere near as bouncy or light as what we're uh, used to getting from her. Well, Tao Wen's career and Tao Wen's life dovetailed at this point where you kind of stop and figure out what you want to do going forward. She spent the last decade or so becoming somewhat of an indie rock star. And at the same time, she's come out, she's gotten married, she's bought a house. So you're finding this contentment in your life. And how do you move forward from that? She's always had this kind of wiry and wild sound. And listening to this record, it's a little bit sleeker. It's got a little bit more of a synth pop feel, but it still maintains that punky, funky, wild quality with this artist who has grown up in music and is continuing to add new tools to her kit. We're just living in such a golden age of women leading bands. Lucy Dacus and St. Vincent, obviously, and Mitski, just women who can really rock out and still have that kind of introspection you're talking about. Well, knowing what was behind this one, how she has found a way to be true to who she is and coming out and still be accepted in her Vietnamese family and her community. Um, it only made these songs sink in that much more for me. I was really kind of blown away by this one. Tao and the Get Down, Stay Down. The album is called Temple. Okay, next up on our list of the best May 15th releases is Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Their new one is called Reunions. We've been testing you and you failed See how long that you could sit with the truth, but you bail. And I don't think you even recognize the loss of control. And I don't think you even see it in yourself. See, every one of us is counting dice that we didn't roll. And the loser is the last half.
This is Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Their new one is called Reunions, and this song we're listening to is called Be Afraid. And as we mentioned last week, he released physical copies of this album last Friday in select record stores, and now, and it's out digitally everywhere. Jason Isbell, what can you say? He's uh, one of the best songwriters working today, and he also leads one of the tightest and most powerful bands. And on this album, it just shows his continued growth and ability to do something that is so essential to making great songs, which is to come from a personal place, even a confessional place. I mean, some of these songs are about childhood memories. Others are about the smallest moments in a personal relationship. And what Jason does so beautifully is show how people live with trauma, live with all the scars that a life leaves you with, and um, continue to strive just to be decent human beings. Yeah, but as empathetic as he remains, he's also grown in wisdom. And I think that wisdom comes through in a lot of these songs in the way that he's tackling a lot of a lot of subjects that are going to feel really universal to a lot of people. This album opens with a song called What Have I Done to Help? It's reflecting on how to be of use. And I think a lot of us are feeling that right now. There's a song, the song that we played at the top of the segment is called Be Afraid. And it's Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid, But Do It Anyway. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just thinking about how we can go through the world while retaining our personhood and our decency. What I love about this album and Jason Isbell's work in general is how he can conjure this entire universe with just the fewest words. There's a song on here called Dreamsicle, where he sings a dreamsicle on a summer night in a folding lawn chair. And you feel and see everything you need to know. Mm. Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, their new one is called Reunions. Let's do one more before we take a break. This comes from Morning a Black Star. It's called The Cycle.
This is Morning a Black Star, and that's Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, a Black Star. The album is called The Cycle, and this song is If I Can, If I May. This is a Cleveland-based collective, Stephen, one you brought this week, and I thought it's a hard one to pin down. I kept thinking, like, this is some sort of dystopian gospel record or something. (laughs) Yeah, I love this band and uh, have been fascinated with them for, for a while now. Trying to sum them up in just a few words, I I was taking all these notes and I found my way to their website where they have a little statement of who we are. And I think it sums them up better than I could. It says, we are a multi-generational, gender and genre non-conforming amalgam of black culture dedicated to servicing the stories and songs of the apocalyptic diaspora. And what that encompasses, musically speaking, is soul and R&B and this spacey jazz and funk and Afrofuturism. This particular album, The Cycle, is 20 songs. It is a double album. There are three singers and two drummers. The songs are addressing really serious topics they always have for this band. But there's also this wild and celebratory quality to this music. It feels revolutionary in the literal sense. It's powerful and you can just get lost in this record for ages. I was really glad you brought this in, Stephen, because this is like my jam. <laughs> Lately, <laughs> I just, I, I'm so into the outer edges of jazz right now. Uh, composers like Matana Roberts and Angel mm-hmm. Bat Dawid, who made one of my favorite records last year, Christian Scott, Atunde Ajua, Terry Lynn Carrington are all similarly working um, yep. on these, you know, Afrofuturist soundscapes that are also extremely political and, as you say, addressing the current moment. Plus, there's a little like dub reggae thing going on with the horns. It really takes me back to like on you sound recordings from the 80s. Love it. Yeah. Morning a Black Star is the band. The album is called The Cycle. We still have several more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. But first, we need to take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson. And we're looking at the best albums out on May 15th. We start the second half of our show off with The Magnetic Fields. And their new one, it's called Quickies. My stupid boyfriend can't find his own house on a map. My stupid girlfriend can make any question a trap. My stupid boyfriend wants more. This is the Magnetic Fields. Their new one is called Quickies. This song is My Stupid Boyfriend. This is, of course, the songs of Stephen Merritt and his subatomic bass voices all over the record, along with longtime singer Shirley Sims. I know we've all loved the Magnetic Fields for a long time. I mean, they've been doing this for over 30 years now. And 
I am just blown away at how consistently sharp and funny and wise their songs continue to be so deep into their career. Here's the thing about Stephen Merritt. He loves an ordering device. You know, he mm -hmm. loves something that will just like put him in a space where he has to work with limitations. The Magnetic Fields broke through in 1999 with um, an album called 69 Love Songs. You know, he's also done things like recorded an album where every song started with the letter I. And mm -hmm. uh, he made a re record called 50 Song Memoir with 50 tracks that he started recording on his 50th birthday. <laughs> yeah. So he here we go again. Now the concept is very short songs. I think it really works because, you know, that guy and this band can get so much into 45 seconds. It's just astounding. Yeah. And at the same time, like, it's not a novelty record. He still gets at truths and captures desires and feelings and sensations of debauchery and tells little stories. There's a little dirge called Let's Get Drunk Again and Get Divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. And there's even like, there's sort of like some political songs on here. There's yeah. a song about... Uh, let's act like craft work in a blackout. I, I don't know. Just <laughs> so inventive. Well, to me, quickies could have been released 25, 30 years ago. I mean, like, how how is it that my stupid boyfriend was not on 69 love songs, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like it would have fit perfectly on that. The Magnetic Fields, their latest is called Quickies. Let's go next to the artist Perfume Genius. Perfume Genius is back with a pretty incredible record called Set My Heart on Fire Immediately. This is Perfume Genius. The album is Set My Heart on Fire Immediately, and this song is called Moonbend. And for this one, we welcome back Sam Sanders, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute. Hey, Sam. Hey, how are you? Perfume Genius, this is the music of Mike Cadrius. And I don't know about you, Sam, but I, I kept thinking, man, he just keeps getting better and better. 
Like, he just seems to raise the bar and outdo himself on every record. What I love about Perfume Genius and what I love about this album is that he lives in his feelings. Like, these lyrics read like a high school love notebook in the best way. Like, it's so dramatic and it's so emotional. And he's just a guy who, like, lets love rip him open. So, like, the album is called Set My Heart on Fire Immediately. Um, The lyrics from that first song, he writes, Set my heart on fire immediately. Chain me to the dream forever. Turn the camera on and leave. Begging like a dog, ignore me. Wow. That's how I feel whenever I listen to It's Been a Minute. Isn't that funny? I just you love, wreck me. Uh, yes, you that's right. <laughs> I just love how he is so open about like how love will wreck a human being. And on top of those wonderful lyrics, he has these songs like Moonbend that really showcase his beautiful, delicate, baroque musicianship. You know, there's this beauty and pain and dissonance that exist all together at the same time. And I just find it fascinating. Yeah, there's a song on this on this record called Describe. It's this dense and fuzzy and warped rock and roll. And about two-thirds of the way through the song, it falls away and dissipates into this kind of long, ambient dream. It is just such a mix of tension and beauty, and the songs are so surprising and so wild and creatively unburdened. Well, and like it's earnestly existential in this way that's not actually (laughs) depressing. Like the lyrics on the track Whole Life, the words read, Half of my whole life is gone. Let it drift and wash away. It was just a dream I had. It was just a dream. But when he sings it, I'm smiling. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> well, I, I love, Sam, how you say that he lives in his feelings because he does do that, and but in a way that's not mawkish or modern. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just potent. Mm, exactly, yeah. Perfume Genius is the artist. Their new one is Set My Heart on Fire Immediately. And Sam, let's do one more before we let you go. This is from Nick Hakim. It's called Will This Make Me Good?
This is Nick Hakim. His new one is Will This Make Me Good. The song we're listening to is called All These Changes, and I want to scooch a couple minutes into this so you can hear how this one unfolds. So Nick Hakim is a, a Brooklyn-based musician. This is his sophomore full-length, his second album. And Sam, I know you talked with him on your show, It's Been a Minute, uh, after he released his debut album, yeah. Green Twins. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> um, I found out about his music because it was featured prominently in a season of HBO's Insecure. And I just loved how in the pocket it was, how slowed down it was, and how he made these really hazy layered soundscapes. And so when I got to interview him, I grew to love him even more because he told me his process. And he said for that first album, on some of those songs, he would layer his vocals like 30 or 40 times. And he does this thing where with so many songs on this album... It starts with just a simple groove. And then like before you know it, it's building and it's crescendoing. And then there's a choir of Nick Hakim's singing you to crescendo. It's just so lovely. And he also does this thing where every song feels like it's just a half step behind the beat in the best way. (laughs) And kind of also like with Perfume Genius, he is someone who was writing very earnestly (laughs) about love as well. You know, the lyrics to this song, all these changes. All the limbs in her are changing, growing pain, the hope is fading. Can we bring her love back to health? I love that high school earnestness about love. I just really do. <laughs> I found this record, I'm going to be honest, like a little challenging at first because it's very nonlinear in mm-hmm. parts, you know, it's atmospheric, but then something changes and suddenly you're in the middle of this incredibly rich song. I, it's pretty interesting how he goes from one to the other. I mean, this is definitely. It's different than the first album. You know, that first album felt a bit more linear. The songs felt a bit more straightforward. There were songs from the first one, like Roller Skates, that were driving R&B pop songs. Mm -hmm. This is not that. It definitely sounds like an album where his label or his people just said, go crazy, and he did. (laughs) But what makes this one work for me is the same thing that makes Perfume Genius work for me, and that they both know the power of tension and release and of crescendo and dynamics and of building to a thing and then releasing. Yeah, Nick Hakim is the artist. The new one from him is Will This Make Me Good? Thanks so much, Sam. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. I'll come back anytime. All right. Take care. I appreciate it. All righty. Bye-bye. We have one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but even with all the postponed releases, it's still a busy week, and there are a handful of other notable albums that we want to mention. First, the postponed ones, if you've been keeping up with them and, and you were expecting them out today. Biffy Clyro, Bon Jovi, Alicia Keys, Chuck Prophet, Declan McKenna, Land of Talk, and Weezer all had albums that were supposed to come out on May 15th. They've been delayed, and we'll let you know when they do eventually come out. But for the albums that are out today, Future. Future has just released a new one called High Off Life. We only found out about it just before this taping, and we weren't able to get an early listen on it, but it's a a features-heavy album from Future. We know it's got Drake, 
Travis Scott, Young Thug, and a whole lot more on it. High Off Life is the album from the rapper Future. Caitlin Orelli Smith has a new one called The Mosaic of Transformation. This is a composer who works out of Los Angeles. It's a really nice electronica, an ambient record, largely instrumental, though she does sing on some of the tracks. It's called The Mosaic of Transformation. Kamasi Washington, the jazz artist Kamasi Washington, his soundtrack for the Michelle Obama documentary Becoming uh, that was on Netflix. That soundtrack for Becoming is out now from Kamasi Washington. Maita, a band I've just discovered uh, thanks to NPR Music's Serena Turos. Uh, Maita has a new album out today called Best Wishes, and Maita is spelled M-A-I-T-A. This is a band from Portland, really sharp debut release. They're on Kill Rock Stars. If you like Angel Olsen or Mitski or Big Thief, you're going to love this one. Porcelain Raft is back with a new one called Come Rain. This is the music of uh, Mara Ramiti from Italy. His music has been very gauzy and moody in the past. This one gets a lot bigger, almost euphoric at times. Come Rain is the album from Porcelain Raft. And uh, finally, Moby. Moby is back with a new one called All Visible Objects. Really enjoyed this one. Um, it's him doing what he does best, very sample-heavy, poppy techno, all visible objects from Moby. A record that I'll thank you, Robin, for turning me on to, Sorceress by Jess Williamson. Wow, it's just a beautiful collection of songs. I don't even know how to describe what it is. I, I would just call it, you know, very artfully done Singer-songwriter. Pop. I, I mean, singer-songwriter. It's, it's really just gorgeous. Yeah. So Jess Williamson, Sorceress, definitely one to sink into. And one of the great artists of the Cyrus clan, Noah Cyrus, has a new one called The End of Everything. I'm a Noah Cyrus fan. I'm always excited to hear something from any Cyrus, frankly. We've talked on this show about how much we like a composer and a producer named Emily Wells. Uh, she put out this really incredible album in 2019 called This World is Two, and then it's blank for you. So today she put out a minimalist companion to that album, stripped down versions. It's called In the Dark Moving. The SoundCloud rapper from Sweden, Young Lean, has a new album of bleak and blurred out uh, SoundCloud rap. It's called Stars. And finally, we would be remiss if we did not mention Gray Part 2 uh, by Moses Sumney. Moses Sumney is an artist we have really loved on this show. He put out Gray Part 1 just a few months ago. It is a uh, t taken in total. It is a 20 track epic. He just released its second half today. Obviously, it is called Gray Part 2. All that music out now on May 15th, along with this last album that we want to feature. It's from Jonah Mutono. It's called Gerg. Kicking empty bottles by the fountain. And we dance on it. I'm not sure what you mean to me. Praying you get close enough to see the cross I bear.
This is the singer Jonah Mutono. His new one is called Gerg, G-E-R-G, Gerg. This song is called The Low. First off, what a voice. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept having a funny idea, actually, while listening to this one. I thought, Jonah Mutono is like a balloon artist. R&B <laughs> is the balloon. And he just keeps twisting it into all these curious new shapes. He does. I mean, it's, it creates this infectious and dreamy and blissed out sound. This record, Gerg, the title refers to how he put someone's name in his phone. He was hiding the same-sex relationship that he was in. And so he created this pseudonym for the person he was seeing. And this record describes his very complicated process of coming to terms with his sexuality. It's very personal and it's very specific in his references. He has a very specific story. He was born in London, raised in Uganda. He's lived in Philly and New York, and now he's based in LA. And coming to terms with his sexuality as a, as a man with Ugandan roots is a very complicated thing. And at the same time that he is telling this very specific story, the songs still sound so universal. You know, this has been such a great show because it's like my favorite month of the year, Pride Month, June, has come early. <laughs> <laughs> so many great LGBTQI artists this week. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful, beautiful rainbow of sound. Jonah Matono is the singer. His new one is called Gerg, G-E-R-G, Gerg. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Anne. Thank you so much. And Stephen. Thank you, Robin. If you'd like to go back and hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this week's New Music Friday, along with a bunch of other tracks out this week, you can see and hear an expanded playlist on our website. Go to npr.org slash all songs. It's also in Apple Music and Spotify. All you do is open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. As always, keep up with the latest from NPR Music with our weekly newsletter. You can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. We only send it out once a week, but it's a good way to keep up with the latest tiny desks, features, interviews, and a whole lot more. Again, that's npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Take care of yourself and each other. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.